When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. To be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at the same time. And to the art of falling in love with each other. I realize that sometimes the only one I can put the pieces back together is yourself. With love and laughing. Before we get started, don't forget we have a website where you can find and keep up with everything from and by I Missed Me. Don't forget we have a membership where you will have access to exclusive episodes, one-on-one conversations with me, and more. Don't forget we also have our healing guides, which are practical daily tasks that I can assure you will change your life. And don't forget we also have a clothing brand, No Name Project, which purpose is to connect strangers all around the world and let everyone know that whatever it is that you're going through, you are never alone. It is the cutest brown hoodie with the quote, we're all strangers healing together on the back, which you can find either on the I Missed Me website or you can also go to nonameproject.co to get your hoodie. Go to imissedme.com and check out everything that I Missed Me has for you right after this episode. I love you guys. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey besties, welcome or welcome back to another episode of I Missed Me and to this week's collab episode. Today I have Deandra Nicolette with me, host of Manifest Daily, and we're going to talk about manifestation and everything that has to do with manifestation, which I know you guys love, and I can't wait for you guys to listen, so without further ado, welcome Deandra Nicolette to I Missed Me. Deandra Nicolette, welcome to I Missed Me. Thank you so much for hopping on. I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited for I Missed Me listeners to get to know you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. We're going to have the most beautiful conversation about manifesting, which is a topic that I love. So I'm so, so excited. But before we get started, can you just please introduce yourself for those who might not know you yet? Yeah, of course. So my name is Deandra. I am the founder of Manifest Daily, which is my podcast turned into wellness and spirituality brand so of course I have the podcast piece but then I also have a shop that just opened and a daily planner that just launched and yeah like just just all like the wellness and spirituality vibes I love that I'm so excited and I decided to have you here because I am super into spirituality and I am super into manifesting Um, but a lot of people are not yet um, not necessarily because they don't like it but maybe because they don't understand it, which leads me to my first question, which is for those who are new to manifesting or don't necessarily know what it means, what is manifesting to you? How would you simplify it or define it? Yeah, I would simplify it by just saying it is the process of bringing a thought or a belief or a dream into reality. So I believe we're always manifesting. I think now when people talk about manifestation, there's an emphasis on what I like to call conscious manifestation. So, you know, choosing what you would want to experience, what you would like to manifest and experience in your life. But we also have to remember that we're always doing this, right? So it's like the times that you are like, not necessarily thinking that you're going to call something and when you think about something or you think about someone calling you or texting you or you're like oh I want ice cream and then all of a sudden like the ice cream truck comes like driving down your street like all of these things are examples of manifestation but then also the act of setting your intentions like writing down and journaling what you want to experience calling things in specifically that's also manifestation as well what do you think are some misconceptions because I do 
personally understand manifestation very, very well, but I feel like having this understanding that I have of manifestation and seeing what social media portrays it at, I feel like they have completely deconstructed, social media has completely deconstructed the word manifesting or its meaning. How do you think that social media has deconstructed manifesting or like misconceptions that people might have of manifestation because of what social media has made, turned it into? Yeah, I feel like social media has a tendency to do that with pretty much everything because <laughs> I think a lot of times people like simplification of things they like we're in this world where people like things like really quick and easy and fast and I love the idea of ease and flow but I don't necessarily think that ease and flow means that you don't ever encounter challenges or struggles or opportunity to grow in your life I think that through the process of manifestation you are going to come across like times in your life where you are challenged where things maybe don't go your way so that other things that are better for you do come your way and so that is like part of the misconception that it's always easy like you're never gonna have to worry you're never gonna struggle you're never gonna be anxious mm-hmm. like no baby I'd be anxious too <laughs> but one thing about me I'm a very powerful manifester but I mm-hmm. have my days okay so I think that's like one of the things and then I think there's also just like this misconception around the quickness by which things happen. I also personally believe that it's not like there's some people that believe like you are the main character, like all the other people that exist in this world, like they're not really real, like you're the only real thing. I don't personally believe that. So for me, if I'm trying to call in a certain thing, I also have to remember there's divine timing. So I believe that I might want it now. I might want it quick. But maybe it's just not the right time for me to experience that thing. Maybe I have to call in other things first. Maybe I need to have another experience to have like the knowledge that I need or whatever it is that I need to make sure that when that thing does come into my life, it's not just going to go away quick. I can hold on to it. I can have it for the long run. So I believe like that's another thing that I know people like it's like people want things to be so quick it's like okay new moon like let's manifest but it's like Mm. okay baby girl like it might take you (laughs) a couple of years to see the manifestation materialize but that doesn't mean that it's not for you or it's not coming Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people distrust or start stop believing that manifestation is real because it doesn't work like social media portrays it like write this down in a paper three times and put it under your pillow or all of these like rituals or (laughs) use the sound to claim and manifest and it's like that's not how it works manifesting is more about feeling than just like a simple like tiktok sound or like writing someone's name on a paper putting it like under your pillow what would you yeah. say manifesting really is it is about your beliefs so some people like if they in their heart Hmm. like truly think that tiktok sound is going to change your life it might just do that but it wasn't Hmm. ever about the sound it was about the fact that you just so deeply believed that you deserved whatever that thing was that it comes in i think the other thing too with like manifesting specific people like i'm i mean i'm not here for that because you never know that person might really not be for your highest good and do you want them really like blocking you from your path Mm -hmm. so the way i see it like it is about belief right it is about like manifesting is about creating and bringing into your life what you believe you deserve so in order to like create a life that we love, create a life that really is for us, whether that's through some of the material things that we want, the experiences, the relationships, we have to believe that we deserve it. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the work that I like to do is on self-worth, right? It's on 
Do I actually believe this money that I'm calling in, the success that I'm calling in is for me? And on top of that, like you have to address the beliefs that you might have. Cause you might think like, yeah, I want money. I want a relationship. I want this, whatever it is. But like, if you have some subconscious beliefs that are misaligned with what you're trying to call in and manifest, you're going to find that you struggle to get there. So it's also about releasing the blocks, releasing the negative beliefs, releasing the things that are really stopping you from calling that thing in because at the core of it, it's about your belief systems and what you actually think you deserve. And I think for a lot of people, they're trying to do the the easy way by like little rituals and like, you know, the sounds and the things under <laughs> their pillow without really addressing like their belief system and their self-worth. And it's like, if you don't think you're worthy, you're never going to get the thing that you want at the level that you want it. Like you might get a little bit of it, like a taste almost, like you mm. will get little little taste of it, but you're never going to fully experience it completely. You mentioned subconscious and I don't think people understand the importance of what this, like the role that the subconscious mind plays in manifesting and in everything that we have in our lives. And a lot of people don't know about it. How would you simply describe it or define it or explain it? Yeah, it's basically all of the beliefs that you have that are under the surface, right? So you mm -hmm. can, like I said, you can think you want something, but maybe subconsciously. So for example, like let's take the money, right? Like you could be like, I want a million dollars. Like that's what I'm trying to manifest is a million dollars. But then subconsciously, it could never even be about the money. It could really be about security because maybe you grew mm -hmm. up in a household where you never had enough, where you guys were always struggling, where it's always scarcity. And so you have this subconscious like knowing that life is about scarcity. And so you want to feel safe. You want to feel secure. But the issue is if you're trying to manifest a million dollars, but subconsciously, all you know is scarcity. Like even though consciously, you know, you don't want to be broke and you don't want a scarcity lifestyle, that is what is comfortable to you. So you mm -hmm. are going to keep manifesting situations that remind you of that comfort of childhood. You're going to manifest, you know, the negative bank accounts. You're going to manifest overdrafts. You're going to manifest more bills because that's what you know. And even though consciously you want something else, that's what you believe. So it's about getting to the root of that and getting to the point where you're like, okay, I do want to rewrite my story and understand that scarcity isn't my destiny. And that's when you'll start to encounter more money more abundance it might not come through just like you winning the lottery or maybe it will because there's like stories about people who win the lottery <laughs> but they like lose the money quickly you know why because a lot of them have scarcity mindsets subconsciously so even though they just got a whole bunch of money they don't know they how can't to have keep money. it they don't they don't know how to have it they don't know how to keep it so even if you were to manifest the money you wouldn't even keep it in the first place so like how do you rewrite your story so when the money does come in the abundance does come in the opportunities do come in you can actually keep it and grow it from there how have you personally rewritten parts of your story like what are some programs that you have personally like during your life have to have had to like yeah reprogram or change for you to live in abundance yeah so a lot of it I'm still working on because I feel like uh -huh. the healing journey is, you know, it's continuous. <laughs> it's a continuous and I think I've always um, said, and I, I always say that, that like healing is never ending. I'm like healing. Yes. Growth. I'm like, we never stop growing. So like healing is just 
seeing things from a different perspective. That's beautifully <laughs> said. And I completely agree. And I think that if you're not healing and you're not growing, like you're stagnant or you're dead. Like exactly. that's how I like to see <laughs> it. So you always got to keep it moving. Right. Um, And like, I think therapy is an amazing tool. I think you do have to find mm-hmm. like a good therapist because honestly, there are some therapists out there, girl, I don't know how, <laughs> how they got through. <laughs> like, please, like, listen, but listen to this like, podcast hello. instead. <laughs> No, seriously, but like, it doesn't always have to be therapy can be because I know therapy is also not a tool that is always accessible. I've just gotten to the point now where I can afford to go to therapy and it is not cheap to go to therapy, especially in the United States, but there are podcasts, there are books, that kind of thing. And for me, a lot of the stories that I've had to rewrite or am in the process of rewriting have to do with love and money. And it's so funny because love and money are very, very connected. I don't think people realize that, but and they're very connected because they have to do with value. So I'm also super into astrology and it kind of links back to the planet Venus rules over love, but Venus also rules over money and also self-worth. And so when we think about all of those things, they're all kind of under the same bubble and they're all connected. But for me, it's been rewriting stories on my worth. I think I grew up very, very like, I'm an only child and I grew up very independent. So even though I'm an only child, people would be like, oh, you're spoiled, yada, yada. Girl, no, my parents, they wasn't spoiling <laughs> nobody, okay? <laughs> I'm an immigrant. And so we came to this country and it was always about hard work. It's about discipline. It's about getting shit done. It was not about, you're just going to get things handed to you. And so I grew up with this mentality of I'm independent. I'm a hard worker. I will work very hard to earn what I want, but I'm I'm having to rewrite that story because guess what? I'm not trying to work myself into the ground to have everything mm-hmm. that I want. I believe hard work and discipline play a role, but I also don't believe I need to overexert myself mm-hmm. in order to get what I want and live the life that mm-hmm. I want. And that's something that I've been working very hard to rewrite. And that also plays into love as well, because I'm also having to rewrite stories of hyper-independence. So learning that it's safe and okay to open up and be vulnerable and lean on a partner or lean on friends and be like, hey, I need support. I need help. For the longest time, I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know how to say, I'm not okay. I need a hug or I need positive words or I need affirmation. Like that was just not a thing that I was used to. So I would just like thug it out and be like, no, I'm gonna be good, whatever. And like, that obviously was hurting me. So that's something that I've had to rewrite. And it's an ongoing story. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still learning how to open up even more and like ask for help and know that I'm not going to be like abandoned as I like look for that. But that those are two big ones that I've definitely been working on. And I think it's very refreshing for people that are listening to this to hear that we both struggle too. like I'm going through things too, as as I'm telling people and trying to help people how to like get through their things I'm going through my things too and you are too I think it's very refreshing for people to hear that like we're all going through something we don't have it all together um but we're healing and we're growing what were those points where you were like okay I do need to to seek for help because I feel like a lot of people do struggle with that like independence of like I have to deal with everything all by myself I have to suffer by myself I can't like share my pain with anyone what was your point of like that you have to like hit rock bottom or like just wake up one day and realize like no I have to go to therapy or how was that process for you 
Yeah, I've always believed in therapy. I so I studied psychology in undergrad for um, my oh. master's. I studied marketing and okay. advertising. But yeah, I studied psychology and sociology. And originally, I was on a path to becoming a therapist. And I kind of like last minute went to grad school for something else. But I've always believed in therapy. For me, it was just the accessibility, which is why I always talk about other tools that you can lean on if therapy isn't an option for you. So podcasts like this, you know, books, um, even just like journaling, like finding what whatever tool it is that resonates with you. And that tool can change from time to time. At one point for me, I listened to the podcast and that was how I kind of like got started with this. I also like to do a lot of like self-reflecting and self-awareness. So I talk to myself a lot. I don't, know if it, I don't think it's an only child thing. I think there are other people that do. Because no, I literally, that's how this podcast started. And I always tell that story. It was like, I would record myself on my phone talking to myself. And I was like, okay, I'll just post it, whatever. But that's how it started. Like, yeah. Long ass conversations with myself. That's all right. Oh my God. I love that. That's yeah, kind of where I started mine too. Cause I used to just mm-hmm. like, it helps me when I just talk things out. Mm-hmm. So I like talk out loud a lot. And that helps Same. with like self awareness and self reflection. And you get, you can only like get to a certain level with that. So I think you always kind of have to find whatever that next tool is to kind of deepen your work. And so for me, it was always ongoing, but I started to notice like patterns. Like, so I moved to Dallas almost three years ago. And when I moved to Dallas, that's when I like really started to date because I always lived with my parents mm-hmm. before then. And then I lived with a partner for a little bit. So mm-hmm. I never got an opportunity to like date as an adult, to like mm-hmm. really be like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. If I want to go out, I can go out. Nobody's looking for <laughs> the type of thing. So, do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. now it's like that. So I went through dating here and that was the first time I really got to like have those experiences, but then reflect on what was happening. And I started to notice patterns with the guys that I was attracting. I'm like, okay, I want this type of love and I want this, this, and this, but I'm attracting men who are like this. And so I started to like change things, have the conversations with myself after the dates. Like, what did I like? What didn't I like? What were the red flags I didn't see or did see, but chose to ignore? Ignore. And then like how (laughs) we could move different after. And I started to notice gradually that I was attracting better men, men who were smarter, more aligned. Like they really got it to the point where I was Mm -hmm. in a relationship recently and it was with someone that I was like, okay, I can see a future with this person. Didn't work out though. And so (laughs) that's when I said, okay, I am in a place where obviously the work I've been doing has gotten me to a really good place, right? I'm in a beautiful place. I love living in. I feel like I'm working on the money stories really well, the love stories. I'm even working on my relationship with my parents and setting better boundaries with them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, you can't talk to me about this because this is not my place as a as your child here Mm -hmm. but I was like I need help to get to that next level because I'm like there's only so much that I can see as someone who is self-reflecting I need an outsider and I don't need a friend because sometimes your friends they mean good but they (laughs) they not gonna tell it to you like you need it told you know what I'm saying so I was like I need to see somebody and so I went on my search for my therapist found my therapist and I really resonated with her because the first session we had just the level like of depth with the questions she would ask me, it forced me to really look at myself in like this very objective lens of like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's shine a light on this and really like peel it back. And I also like that her work specifically dealt with um, doing a lot of inner child healing, because I do believe a lot of the healing work that I need to do in this next season has to do with my parents and my family because girl I ran away I left Boston and moved to (laughs) Dallas Texas to get away and I'm like you can't escape the work though (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I love that and I feel like the root of a lot of our problems have to do with 
unhealed inner child like work so i love that you mentioned it let's go back to to manifesting and thank you for for sharing something so personal how yeah. did manifest how do you discover manifesting because for me i remember i was like 13 years old and my mom gave me the book the secret and i've told this story before i don't know if you read it the secret and since i was super super young i started subconsciously manifesting because i i would like write down like as a 13 year old you you want like just so many things but I am just so grateful that from a very young age, I introduced manifesting into my life. How did that happen for you? Yeah, like similar to you, it was, I was really young and I remember as a kid, I always felt like an outsider. Like I used to tell my mom, I want to go home. I want to go home. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm not mm -hmm. from here. Like I need to go. <laughs> like this is <laughs> a lot. And I also remember I used to think I was a witch because I would like connect the things that I would think with things that would happen. And I'd be like so freaked out by it that I started to at a young age, like understand the power of my thoughts and understand the power of the narrative that I was telling myself. And so all of that kept besties, I would have never imagined having and owning a business until I found Shopify. I've told you the story before when I was 17, I decided to start my clothing brand and I was only able to make it because I found Shopify. Seriously, besties, selling and having an online store is so easy just because of Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, seriously, I could not recommend Shopify more. I would have never imagined having the business that I have. You guys know that I sell hoodies. It's called I Miss Me Project now, but... It's all because of Shopify. It is so easy to use and I am someone who's really, really bad with technology, believe it or not. So I love Shopify. It's just super easy to use, so easy to design, to sell and to ship. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudes, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mafiansudes now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties at shopify.com slash mafiansudes and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify. Hey besties, I am so sorry to interrupt you, but I have to share this with you guys because if you are someone who's trying to learn a new language, then Rosetta Stone is definitely for you. One of my biggest New Year's resolutions is definitely to learn a new language. I speak Spanish, I speak English, and I want to learn a new language in 2024. And that is why I am extremely, extremely excited that I found Rosetta Stone. So besties, if you're someone who wants to learn a new language because you have an upcoming international trip or because you want a way to connect with your family or with new friends or understand certain pop culture or just to learn a new skill or hobby, then you need Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer. It immerses you in many ways, which makes learning a new language so much, so much easier. Don't put off learning that language because there is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Missed Me's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you so much, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode.
Besties, who is a fan of cowboy boots like me? Tecovas is my new favorite boot brand because they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time honored individual steps. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Tecovas is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples. Besties, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas. You will see they will become your new favorite footwear. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Again, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S to get your new pair of cowboy boots. Thank you so much, Tecovas, for sponsoring today's episode. Going, and then I remember in college, I had this friend who he was like super, super spiritual, like vegan into like all the things. (laughs) And we actually, I think we met on like Instagram And he started to kind of introduce me to a lot more of these ideas, like about why he didn't watch the news or certain books he would read. And so I kind of started to like dabble and follow that more. And it was interesting because at the time, again, I was studying psychology and sociology because I was always interested in why do we do the things we do, right? There's an underlying reason. I've always just kind of been interested in like the, the not following the status quo, like the rules and why the rules exist and like why we should break certain rules and rewrite the rules and things like that. But as I started to dive into the things, like some of the books he would recommend and things like that, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of when I was a kid. And I understood that there was such a strong link between my thoughts and my reality. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of kept going down that path. And it was sort of like diving deep, discovering this stuff. And then I ended up starting my podcast and Every single, I guess, thing that I've been led to, it's sort of been from random nudges, like something will happen that Mm -hmm. kind of like pulls me in a certain direction. I follow it and I'm like, oh, this feels fun. Like I'm going to keep that going. And it's just been like that. But it it really did start from that young age of recognizing the power of my thoughts. How would you advise someone to start really paying attention to the way that they think? Because our thoughts generally create our reality and everybody says it. And sometimes it's hard to believe because if I think about a car, I'm like, I'm not going to get a car tomorrow, you know, but it is very hard for people sometimes to believe that our thoughts have a lot of power. It happened to me last week. I was like, my mom, let me borrow her car. And she was like, be very careful with it. And I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to crash it? And then someone hit and run the car a couple of hours later. I, was like, I, immediately, I immediately thought of what I said. And I know that my thoughts have a lot of power, but I am already aware of it. So I am very, very careful with the way that I speak. But some people don't believe in it. So some people don't take care of their thoughts or of their words. And that's why their life is how they is. It's not how it is. So how would you advise someone or how would you kind of like, yeah, like explain that your thoughts have power? Yeah, I would say like the best analogy or not mm-hmm. it may not be the best but a good analogy that I just thought of <laughs> was like if like you and I were to sit down and watch a movie right we're watching the same exact movie 
you, what I take away from that movie is going to be something different than what you take away. Like mm-hmm. you might like have zoned in on like a specific outfit or a specific scene and felt something because of the way that you maybe experienced something in the past. And so it affected how you see this versus I might be like, oh, that's I don't even remember that because but I remember this other thing that happened and I might focus on something else. And it's it's the same in our lives. Right. It's all about our perception. It's all about what we're focusing on. And that truly and like when we say our thoughts create our reality, we're talking about our perception. If I choose to focus on a certain Mm -hmm. thing, a certain way of thinking, a certain outcome, whatever, I will see more of this. This is a psychological concept. This is not even about like magic and anything like that. This is literally psychology. If you focus Mm -hmm. on that thing, you will see more examples of that thing. So this is where we get this idea of our thoughts creating our reality. So I would say you know, don't be afraid of your thoughts. I think that's another thing that sometimes Mm -hmm. when you start doing this, because I had that moment too, where I was so afraid of like negative thoughts. I was like, oh my God, I can't think anything negative because oh my God. And it's like, no, like you're human. You're going to have some sad days. You're going to be pissed off some other days. You're going to be frustrated some other days, but use those thoughts to help you dig deep and understand what it is you're sad about, what it is you're frustrated about, like all of those things. Right. And I would say like the biggest thing is just to start being self-aware. Look at the moments where like, say things aren't working out for you do you like what are you saying to yourself are you being like oh my god things never work out for me like it just never happens everyone always gets i never get this is that what you're saying to yourself what happens if you change that completely if you're like you know what it didn't work out for me here, but I know it's because something better is going to work out for me. It's not that you're lying to yourself. Girl, listen, it's the truth. It didn't work out for you because some, <laughs> something better is supposed to work out for you. Like that literally wasn't meant for you. Like there's nothing you could do about that. Like, I'm sorry it didn't work out, but like, okay, what are you going to do? Like sit there and mope about it? You could, but for me, that's getting sad. And like, I just personally, like I have my pity parties here and there. But I'm going to throw the pity party. And then the next day I'm going to be like, okay, I'm back on my grind. Like, what is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's about learning to just kind of like take a different perspective. If you always take a certain perspective on your life, take those moments and choose to see something else. Choose to kind of be like, okay, how can I look at this a little differently? Where is there something that I learned? Where is there something that maybe like, even though this didn't work out, is there something that like, is there... I don't know, like a reason why it's kind of nice that it didn't work out. Am I kind of happy about that deep down for a certain reason? And I think you'll start to notice more of that in your day to day. And like also have fun with it, like play with it. Like I remember I went to the movies the other day to see Barbie and I walked in the theater and I was like, oh my God, it'd be so fun if I got like free food today. And I literally sat, watched the movie. I ordered nachos. The person like forgot to bring my nachos. And so like Mm. he came back and I was like, hey, like I didn't get my nachos. He's like, oh yeah. And so they bring my nachos. At the end when they're collecting payments for like everyone, I like give him my card or whatever. And then he's like, no, it's on me because I like brought Mm -hmm. your nachos late. So (laughs) like it's literal stuff like that. Just have fun. Sometimes I go to Starbucks, I'm like... I'm like, I am feeling for a free drink today. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see like, what the vibe is. And sometimes it doesn't happen that day. But then I like did that also. A friend texted me. It was like the next day she sent me like Apple cash. For, and she's like, Starbucks is on me today. It didn't happen that day. But girl, it still happened. So just like have fun with that. Like just play around. Life is literally a game. Okay. It is a game. I promise you. It's a game. We are all going to die one day. You are not going to be here one day. So at the very least, have fun with it. Turn up, okay, and just have fun. <laughs> yeah. Going back to social media and the terms that it has kind of created, um, we, we've we all probably heard about lucky girl syndrome and the law of assumption, which are concepts that 
before TikTok or anything I had not heard before I don't know if they were a thing or if they were like recently like created or whatever but ultimately they all fall into the fact of like living life as if you already had the things that you want um lucky girl syndrome for those who don't know what lucky girl syndrome is it's just like feeling like the luckiest person in the world like everything just works out for you love assumption is just assuming that you have everything that you've ever wanted ultimately just both both mean the same thing whether people know it or not how would you explain these terms yeah i think you did a great job of explaining them um, so there are multiple laws of the universe too, besides law of assumption, law of attraction is another one that also was like incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, still is incredibly popular. I think my thing with the laws is that they're, they're like a package. They're like, it's like you, mm-hmm. you, I think we're picking and choosing which ones we want to focus on. Like, Oh, love attraction. Oh, love assumption. And without the nuance of understanding the additional laws, it becomes a thing where you're only telling yourself one part of the story, which I think can be a little Mm -hmm. problematic. So I'll say that, but Mm -hmm. I do think this idea of moving through life and assuming or believing that you are lucky is a beautiful thing. It goes back to what I just said. It's all about perception, right? So if for you, lucky girl syndrome or law of assumption comes down to you believing everything works out for you. That is literally the truth. Everything will work out as it's supposed to. Perhaps it doesn't work out the way that you want it to, but it works out the way it's supposed to, right? And I think that is the distinction. I move through life when things don't work out for me because I'm constantly rejected in life. I mean, we all are. I don't like, sometimes I'm gonna feel away about it. I won't be lie because we're human. I'm gonna <laughs> feel away, but mm-hmm. I move on because I'm just like, okay, that thing did not work out for me. But my genuine belief is that it didn't work out for me because there's something better. My genuine belief is that I can take something, I can take a lesson, I can take a memory, I can take an experience, a learning something from that thing and move on and keep it chugging and keep it moving. So that's just how I look at those things. I mean, I think like, like social media, there's always names for stuff. It's always the same stuff that really comes back around, Mm -hmm. but we're naming them different things every time. (laughs) So to be honest with you, I don't concern myself with the labels. It's the same way. I say God, I say the universe. I'm not, I don't consider myself religious. I say, I use the term prayer. I say, I pray. I talk to my guides. I talk to myself when I pray. Like the, the labels are literally nothing. All it comes down to is your understanding of what it is you're doing. If you call it lucky girl syndrome, great. If you call it law of assumption, great. Don't really care what you call it. As long as for you, you believe that things are always working out for you. What are some tips or tricks that you use to manifest ultimately whatever it is that you want do you journal do you talk it out do you again like you said do you pray for it what are some things that you personally do that work for you yeah I like I've been saying this lately my cheat code that I've recently unlocked is asking for help (laughs) because I told you I'm like I'm letting go that hyper independence and so yeah like for me I would literally be like okay I know I'm like meant to do this. Or I know this is like whatever it is. And I will just ask God, the universe, my guides, I need help here. Like I know there's something I'm supposed to do or something I'm supposed to follow, but like, can you give me a clue? Can you give me some direction? I need help. And I think a lot of times we don't realize we can ask for help. Like we think we're just out here battling life. It's like, no, you have a team of people. You have a team of souls. You have your higher self who are here to help you. But A lot of it is that we need to open up the floodgates and say, hey, I need help and whatever it is. So that's been like my thing lately. And so for me, it's like a lot of times I have things that I think I want to manifest. I'm like, okay, I think I want this. or I think I want that. But the more I grow, the more I realize that sometimes 
I don't really know what it is I want yet, but I know the feeling of what I want. Mm -hmm. And so I set the intention for the feeling and I ask for help for the feeling. So security is really big for me. I don't need a million dollars. I don't, I don't even need, I don't know how much money I need. I know I just need it coming through. (laughs) Okay. So things can get done. So that's really important to me. I'm manifesting a relationship. I like on the dating apps, like, you know how you can choose like, okay, like the height (laughs) or the, like the, the religion or like even someone's race, like ethnicity, things like that. I leave it open because I'm like, I genuinely do not know who my partner is. How am I going to sit here and be like, oh, he got to be six foot girl. My partner might be five, four. I hope not. I would love me a, a, a tall partner, but who am I to say that this soul is coming in a six foot package? So for me, it's just about setting that intention of this is the type of relationship I want. This is the energy I want around me. And I ask for help. I also really love like full and new moons for releasing things, um, setting like intentions, blank slates. I'll journal on those times as well. And I think those are some of my big ones, but definitely I would say, even if you just, all you do is like set intentions and live an intentional life and ask for help. I feel like those are two simple things. You don't need, you don't need a notebook. You don't need a pen. You don't need cards. You don't need anything. You just need your belief and you can do that. We are about to close off our episode. Um, I just want to know before, before we, we leave, what are some manifestation stories that you can share? with us that you've been like oh my gosh like the universe god energy my guides it's real like wow like what are some stories that you that you have yeah so honestly i've manifested like all my cars i would literally either have them on my vision board or journal them out Mm -hmm. i think i have a story on my instagram of like my current car when i moved to texas even before i knew i was moving i always wanted to get like an SUV like a white SUV and then I ended up moving here and I had this particular car on my board and I ended up when I moved to Texas manifesting not the same exact car but one that looked similar to it um I've manifested exact salaries before um a really fun one that's super recent which for me just showed me that I was so supported was that I actually was planning to move in with my last partner like we were planning to move in together and we were obviously doing all like the work on our finances to see like, okay, like what does this look like financially? And I remember, you know, obviously I've started this planner business, which if you started a physical product business, you know how much money goes into it. It's a lot of money. Oh, and so for me, I'm like, oh, no. But um, that being said, I have like all of this stuff that I've had to pay for. So like the lawyers and, and the inventory and the attorney and like everything, the designer, And so I remember thinking like, okay, when we move in, I was going to save X amount of money per month because I was thinking about it in terms of like, okay, I would be able to like use that extra money that I'm saving to put towards just like all of the things that I had to pay back because girl, it's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously we broke up, so we didn't end up moving in together. And I, um, I moved into a townhouse, which I also manifested the townhouse, but the townhouse, it's a townhouse, right? So it was not cheap to live in a townhouse. And mm-hmm. I could still do it on my own, but it was kind of like, okay, things are going to be a little tighter than I expected. I kid you not, it was like a week after we broke up, I had an old client reach out to me and they were like, hey, I need help on X, Y, and Z. And so they laid out like what they need help with. And so I was just like, okay, like what's your budget? Like, you know, 
this, like, what are you thinking? Cause like, I need to understand what you're working with here for the deliverables you need. It was the exact number <laughs> that I was going to be saving with this partner who I no longer am living mm-hmm. with. And so even mm-hmm. though I'm not living with that person and I was like, oh my God, like things are going to be so tight and yada, yada, things ended up working out really like perfectly with the numbers, honestly, to the point where I'm able to like live here still. And obviously, you know, having and owning a business, it's not cheap when you're starting and Mm -hmm. you're, there's a lot of like in the red, but I'm like, not in as much of a panic about my money (laughs) as I Mm -hmm. was before. Mm -hmm. So I think just moments like that for me, where things show up just right in that nick of time, or when things like work out as they should, or when I'm just in this state of calling things in, It's just been so beautiful. Like when I tell you, I, yeah, like so many of those stories and they're little ones. Like I told you about like the free food or like the coffee, um, just things like that, where I'm just always being blessed. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. those are moments where you can choose to be like, oh, I got a free coffee, like whatever. Or you could choose to be like, this is abundance. I'm always calling it abundance. I'm incredibly abundant. I'm always supported. I have what I need. I have more than what I need. And that's how I feel about it. It's like, girl, that coffee gonna keep me good for that day. And best Mm -hmm. believe I'm gonna keep calling in more things too. Mm -hmm. I think people should really keep in mind that manifesting is very, very connected or happens because of the amount of gratitude that you feel. Gratitude is key and gratitude is super important. I don't think people talk about it enough, but it's literally the root to life. Like gratitude is the root to life. So thank you so much for for sharing these stories for us. And I want to ask you one last question before we close off the episode, which is a question that I ask everyone, everybody that hops on I Missed Me. And that's um, what does healing mean to you? Yeah, to me, well, first of all, let me touch on your gratitude piece. So completely Mm -hmm. agree. I think that is something that I always kind of sit with because it's been almost three years since I've been here about a little over three years now since I moved out of my parents' house. And when I tell you three years ago, I didn't understand how people had enough money to pay rent and mm-hmm. other bills. Like I just couldn't understand it. Like I ne- I didn't make enough money to fathom. I thought like, oh, like you have to have all of this stuff happening in order for you to even scrape mm-hmm. by to now living on my own in a different state completely like affording my life, being able to invest in my business and all of these different things. It is, then that's just three years. So I'm like, so grateful when I sit and think about it. I'm like, mind blown, literally. So that piece, love that. But healing for me is honestly a journey, right? It's an exploration. Mm -hmm. I think the most healing moments for myself and for anyone that I know have always come outside of their comfort zone. So it's the ability to like dig deep and ask yourself some of the hard questions, some of the things that maybe you wanted to avoid, but probably shouldn't. It's the ability to like go to different places, explore different cultures, meet different people. And all of that like is putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, but that's where you truly get a chance to heal because you're not in the place of like, I'm doing the same thing I've always done before. You're trying something new and you're allowing new things to come to you, but it is truly a never ending journey. It's Mm -hmm. up and down. It's all over the place, but it is so powerful and incredibly transformative whatever like your healing journey looks like to Mm -hmm. you thank you so so much for this beautiful conversation thank you so much for your time i'm sure that people are going to really love and appreciate this episode before i let you go can you please share your social media where people can find you 
everything, all of your new products, your journals, your PDFs, everything, where can people find you on social media, your podcast, everything. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for ha- mm-hmm. having me on. This is an amazing and very <laughs> expansive conversation. So my podcast is just called Manifest Daily. It's on all of the streaming platforms. My Instagram is the Manifest Daily. So T-H-E Manifest Daily. I'm starting to lead into sharing more astrology content. So if you're into that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, you're going to love, love it there. That. I also have a TikTok where it's just <laughs> the Manifest Daily as well. And then if you're interested in the daily planners, I've created a planner that combines magic plus like grounded and pragmatic planning so you want like the scripting tools and the vision boards plus you want the daily time block and you want the tracker the habit tracker and all of those different things my planner is available on shop.themanifestdaily.com and the instagram is just for that is shop manifest daily so yeah perfect thank you so so much again um, thank bye. you See you soon. and that's it for today's episode besties i hope you guys loved it as much as i did don't forget to follow deandra on social media and don't forget to follow i miss me on social media at i miss me podcast on instagram tiktok youtube at mafia on instagram tiktok youtube and i also have a clothing brand at no name project co on instagram tiktok no name project c dot co to get your hoodie today i love you guys so much thank you so much for being here and i will see you guys on next week's solo episode with love, Muffy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.